This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hello! Wait, that was pretty clean. She's well, you a know bitch. what? She's a bitch, but we have her with us today. It's winner, winner of season two of Dragula, the Dragula of season two, and title now holder siblings of, with the new Dragula winner. Title holder of Dragula. Dragula. Bitch Puddin is with us on the pod today. And it's the grand finale of Dragula and Spooky Seconds. No more Dragula recaps! This is our final episode of 2022. Of 2021. That's correct. All right. I'm <laughs> psycho. I hope you enjoyed watching the finale. And congratulations to our winner that we'll tell you at the end of the show. It's Dolly. Goodbye. <laughs> Forever Dog When first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with us Hello Fuglies We are your Goulash Ghouls And welcome to the Grand Finale it's the grand finale. The grand finale. Thank you. Um, we're very excited. This has been quite the journey, and we are very excited to be here because we have um, an icon and a legend, the creator of Digital Drag, the stream queen herself. We are joined by the winner of season two. That's correct. Season two of Dragula. It's Bitch Be alone. Emmy nominated Silk. You know, we're out here doing multiple things. Hi, oh, Emmy nominated, um, Emmy nominated for, the for East Siders, right? Yeah. East Siders. Wow. I got nominated for makeup. Who knew? Well, your mug is always Your sitting. mug is always flawless. <laughs> you see how her inflection went higher? Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean? She's, she's a liar. It's always flawless. <laughs> your mug is always flawless. <laughs> and, you, and you have glitters. I do got what else you got going fire cosmetic. I got merch. Merch. Um, I suck dick. You know, I'm very versatile. We're Worship good. the we'll devil. Oh no, right. you're a bottom. Um, yeah, she sucks dick. She said she was verse. I do All top. Right. Why do people find that shocking? I don't understand. To top? Yeah. To top or not to top. I, that I'm is versatile. I'm ready for any situation because I'm the that much of a whore. Well, okay. speaking of tops, we got a top four this week, wow, and I am excited very to good get whoa, transition. Um, Meatball, what happened last week? We had a wonderful time at Fat Slut. Oh, <laughs> last week, uh, we had our Last Supper episode with our incredible guest, Kendra Onyx. Everyone wants her to come back. Kendra Slade on the pod. Kendra was really great. She was really good. We saw the return of all the monsters and lots of chitty chatties while they were chit-chatting at the little table. But nothing revolutionary happened. <laughs> well, we watched Coco Kane win. That's right. We did watch, yeah, watch Coco Kane win. See Coco, Coco Kane won season four. It was yeah. the Coco Kane Super Soul Sunday. Yeah. She yeah. literally was like... um, can I tell you exactly what's happened here? And just laid it all out on the table like a wise she sage did such a drag good queen. Job. Damn. Big old uh, titties. Bitch. I can't let She's the one for you, huh, bitch? I've been like I've been horny over her drag for like years now to see it like on the show and like her do well and then like be brought back in such a positive light. Fucking chef's kiss. I love you, Coco Kane. We stand Coco Kane. Well, you in know whose drag I'm horny for. Oh. It it's Dolly. Deep, it's it? Dolly. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Meatball. What? Well, we'll get to it. Um, uh, and so the big thing that we learned last week is that it's not going to be a top three, but it is going to be a final four. And this is mm-hmm. the first time that they've done this, correct? First time. Yes. Well, 
this week's episode starts with some BTS footage, some very moody B-roll. Oh my goodness. They showed the boudoir for a while, then they showed all the monsters walking around LA in their like day wear. The um, Sigourney, um, they really gave that styrofoam cup like a lot of love. She was sitting there drinking from a styrofoam cup oh, and there was yeah. like a I was full like, close is she just a big old diet coke? Like what is she drinking in <laughs> Single there? Single use styrofoam, Sigourney? We need answers. I need answers. <laughs> um, I thought that was so funny that they were they were walking all over like LA landmarks. But like, also, the Sigourney fact that they was went in to cl- the museum, the LACMA. Yeah, they went to LACMA, and they Sigourney were, like, was in Disney- closed down Santee. Yeah, just running was- her hands on the closed gates. Oh God, that's a way to get Delta very fast. <laughs> oh Marion, honey. Oh Marion, we're just getting well, all boys in. Saint likes likes trains. Saint was yeah, at the Saint train yard by the train station. Dolly by the Ferris wheel. Was that at Santa Monica? Yes, it was. It was at Santa Monica. They really drove these girls all over town. Maybe they were running errands and also taking some video. It was. A I two- thought it was cool just to see them outside of the space. I know a lot of stuff's been weird because of Covina, and they couldn't do like more location shoots, and that's like a huge right, part right, of right, Dragula right. that I really love. So, to me, it was just nice to see them outside. That's why I like the clown episode so much, because I was like, we got to see them outside twice. Yeah. You know? like, right. like, they're outside. Yay. Yes. Uh, oh, that's um, such a good point. Yeah. I, I had a little theory, but I think it's a shady theory, but I will say it. Do you think that they You know prom- we don't do shade here. <laughs> no shady here. Do you think that they had promised to use this song? Because it was the full song in this montage that they had like promised someone they were going to use the song and they didn't use it for a lip sync and it didn't fit anywhere else. So they were like, we'll just do some montage B roll of the, the singer of the song. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But you but- know what I'm going to say? And I normally would be happy that there was no Boulay skits or scats. But this was the final episode and they started the season with that like. It was that long. Whole scene I wanted about it. The I wanted a closer coming out on of the it. Woods. Yeah, I wanted a closer. Like, why not that? bring that to the end and bring the whole thing full circle? But instead, we got like a bunch of like weird, moody '90s shots. The top four could have discovered the Halloween masks like out while they were traveling well, in not LA. That skit. I meant the like the historical one where they were like floating and yeah, but that was part of that the was Halloween part masks. of that. It was part of that. Yeah, that was the end. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I think that'd have been cool to have like a button on like I, I do love things that kind of like loop Hell back yeah. to the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Well, so they're in the boudoir. Mm-hmm. Um oh also, well, spoilers. Well, I don't know. Did you notice that when they highlighted all of the final people, the last person they showed with the longest moment of screen time and smiling at the camera was Dolly. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, Diva. Um, so in the boudoir, why do they always make everybody carry things into the boudoir? Because they're bringing it from downstairs where they're actually getting ready. <laughs> I know. I, they're getting ready in that space. I'm 95% sure. Because of well, reaction shots of like when the host doesn't have makeup wipes, they always cut back to that. Like they cut back to that. There's not another <laughs> space they're cutting back to. Not like they're you, getting ready. Not there. you, not you gaslighting or uh, uh, furthering that fake narrative of Hoso never having uh, makeup. <laughs> I'm just saying, or like you spread that those lies and conjecture. Girl, if they had it on seven different takes, it's on camera, baby. <laughs> It's okay, think... maybe she gets a makeup wipe brand out of it. You know, maybe she'll she'll work it. Into oh something. yeah, yeah. Do you I have makeup like, wipes? Makeup wipes by Hoso, you know, like do it. Oh yeah. yeah. Hose never get cold. But you know who does? <laughs> Sigourney. And I'm she must have been cold a couple of times when she was doing the most extermination challenges. How was that for a second? We both just really trying to transition all these facts. Into the oh, I'm really trying today. I'm working on my segues, bit. Okay. I'm really liking them. I'm really yeah. liking them. Um, I like. Uh, How do you I, feel about this fact? Sigourney doing the most and getting to the end. I think the I've never extermination heard anyone brag challenges about it. this season have been interesting because, like, to me. I don't know if it's because how they were shot or how they were edited, but like it, it was hard for me. Like Erica was such a character on my season, season two, because she competed and showed her expertise in the extermination challenges. And I like what Sigourney was saying about like, I proved myself in them. But for me, I didn't like really honestly, I I think she deserved to be in the top four, but I didn't really 
dive into the extermination challenge as much as I have in the past, just because like you couldn't tell which one actually did better or how like, you know, it was like roaches mm. are getting poured on you. Like, but maybe if they were asking questions on like how that was like pertaining, why you should stay. And they were arguing instead of just like, oh, roaches are on me. I'm scared. You know, like, yeah, like there's just not a clear winner, yeah. in my opinion. And they could like edit it in which way when I think in the past it's been more of a fight to see who stays. We talked about this a little bit in like the floor show presentations mm-hmm. when they're edited together. That's what makes the show unique that they're edited in an artistic and creative way with like cool slow motion shots. But sometimes when you see other things, the way that the other shows, when everyone gets a wide shot to walk and do a thing, you can sort of compare a little easier. And so I think it is clear that, you know, it's clear from this whole episode. The Boulets are making the decision they're going to make. They're in charge of the show. They create the aesthetic. So it's less about watching the actual competition and more about enjoying the show and like because we can never tell we we have no idea what actually happened in any of those exterminations i know that's that's the thing i think like i i'm not i'm okay with the floor show being artistically presented that way i think the extermination challenges Mm. should be presented in a more real way because they're gopros wide shot gopros let's see how it plays out they got season five so the budget's going up so fear factor here we go like i think season five i'd be terrified to compete because that's when they're gonna Bring Chuck Joe Rogan back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh! Let's bring Joe Rogan into the conversation. Wow. We should have I'm Joe Rogan on dead. our podcast because we are basically a QAnon podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm screaming. He said yes. The scheduling was just the issue. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But again, go, just going back quickly to what Sigourney was saying, I was like, yeah, I guess in your mind you could be like, I've proven myself because I've been in the bottom the most. But also in a way, it's like you also were in the bottom the most. Like that's ooh. not something new. What? I said, ooh. Anyway, Dolly is incredibly emotional. Again, something about watching Dolly cry gets me hard. Oh, my God. (laughs) My God. (laughs) They're grateful because it's surprising that they were allowed to make it this far after previous chances in the competition. And then they go into the long thing about how Dolly left and dropped out and then came back and then was sad. I was there for, and that was such a gag because we were assuming Abora or Erica were going home and we were sitting downstairs for hours and we're like, what's going on? And we like found out it was Dali because like Abora and Erica came down to pick out wigs for the next challenge. And we both were all of us like me, Vicky and James were like, what the fuck happened? Like, we're so confused. I'm like how that played out. And what did, happen for those of us who watch but maybe Dolly don't do? have it right in so our memory. Dolly felt overwhelmed and chose to leave. No, it was an eating challenge and honestly, I think it was one of the most disgusting things the show's done. Like it was like fucking uncooked seafood and like it was <laughs> slimy and really spicy. It just was disgusting. Like you could smell it if you were in the room. Got it. And like, I think that's harder than the blood and the raw meat in a way, because it's just like that fishy smell can kind of really fuck with you. And like Dolly does not do spicy shit. So like when it was, <laughs> when she found out it was spicy and then like all that stuff, she was just like, this is honestly a challenge. Like, I think it was just a perfect storm. It was just the, the extermination is like, got you gal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how I think it happened. I think there was personal stuff too, but I want to dive into that because I don't know how much she shared about that. Mm, but yeah, right. there was just there was something else going on too. But yeah, like honestly, I think it was just like the worst day possible yeah. for them. Yeah. yeah. And Hoso is honey, when you talk about galvanized and motivated, she came in there and gave a mission statement and a speech about this is the pinnacle, this is the moment, she's gonna do her best and ultimate drag. She was very much like I campaigning that. in that yeah, moment. Yeah, she campaigned. She used yeah. every opportunity in this finale and I really appreciate that. So what smart a for such a young little baby. Let's, well, take, little a, let's take a little breaky uh, and then we'll be right black. Back. What, what? Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with factor meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And we're back. back. Because it's scary whoa, 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 whoa. all right well now this episode just keeps it pumping fish they keep it moving because next thing you know it's time for the video message keeps it pumping uh uncooked spicy seafood sorry keep going our finalists uh, you have all okay let's we'll start over <laughs> this is the video message from the <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i'm so tired our finalists, you Same. have fought well, and you have earned the highest honor. The final challenge. Three distinct looks and three distinct floor shows for filth, horror, and glamour. Glamour. You have and to they create need to create the, their ultimate... They always say they have to create it, but we know damn full well they're all buying these things. And then they have to inject each look with... I don't look think with, that's true. Well, I know Hoso's making their own. People do make their own shit. Dali makes everything. Dolly right? looked so good. All right. Let's just say what it was. They have to create an ultimate floor show, inject each look with who they are as a drag icon. They said who you are as a drag icon, which I thought was very cool because they're acknowledging that at this point, being in the top four, it's like everybody's going to know them. Uh, for Glamour, they have to design and choreograph a lip sync to change the paradigm by Ostra. Never heard and of it. in addition to those other floor show moments, they will also join the Boulet brothers on their hit podcast show, which should we start calling our show a podcast show or just a podcast? Because they kept saying podcast show. Well, they they called it a hit. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Their hit podcast show, Creatures of the Night, for uh, which they'll do an episode of. And then the Boulets sign off from the video message. And this I loved. They were like, we want to give you the blessing of filth, the freedom of drag, the power of glamour, and the terror of horror. Mm -hmm. That's that like a nice. lovely, yeah. like, like, branded blessing. Yeah. Branded blessing. Yeah, I like that a lot. This oh, and is, then it's time for the Creatures of the Night podcast show. But this is, I want to ask, this is always the final challenge, is to do the tenets no. of Dragon. Oh, yes, yes. yes that's the, yes. No, the, the laptop lunch is not. The laptop lunch? They didn't eat anything. I called it a laptop lunch. Yeah, because on the other show, it's called the Tic Tac Lunch. Yeah, but, but they didn't the eat anything. laptop lunch because there's three laptops there. This was a podcast show. What did they need those laptops for? 
They're questions. They were obviously reading the questions. They had notes. We're looking at notes, too. You drag unnecessarily, Meatball. What do you mean? You do. I, I will Don't say, do this I really lived for gothic. I lived for the gothic Apple store of it all. I really did live for it. They're, the bobs, um, the bobs were the moment. I lived for the business bob. We gotta get shit done. It's the um, bob. I came with the bob. Um, B-L-B, their laptop B-L-B, cases bob, bob, bob. were incredible. Yeah, I yeah they had those the, the ones cases. that are meant for like high impact. But did you yeah. notice that Ian was raw donging it without a case? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's uh, Ian. So, I wish that um, they yes. put like a Boulay Brothers Dragula sticker over each one, though, just to kind of keep it in. Oh, keep realm. it in like the fake. Yeah. The I fake saw on world. Twitter that Apple won't allow villains to use their products in <laughs> Don't the TV t- shows. Uh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Something they tells me that that's how, next that's season how they're going to be on a couple of HPs. You that's know what how I mean? honestly they peg villains in movies, especially like Marvel films. Like if they see like a hero using a droid, they're like, well. She's a very evil. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that is so. Maybe elitist. they are good deep down. They can use Apple products. I don't know. I will cool. say the interviews were real cute. They had a lot of personality. I they really liked it. So they were so comfortable loose. and in yeah. their element, which yeah. is like it's like what we've been saying all season about their sibling chat before they're with all the judging panels. Like that, I was like, oh, I love this. I would listen to this podcast show. Like this is really the vibe. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Really cool. Yeah. When and their did podcast Ian is great. Start, I like their podcast. When did Ian start wearing clothes? He used oh, to I always just be getting ass a raise out. was starting to wear clothes. Yeah, he used to be a jock strap harness tiny sock black glove baby. Well, now COVID hit us all, you know. He's taking so. the gloves off. He's wearing pants and a shirt. I every time I performed at uh, a bo- uh, Queen Kong uh, I would always just look forward to seeing Ian's juicy booty. He has a juicy booty. He's got a fat ass. Not bigger than mine. It's oh. okay. <laughs> ah! She said, I'm verse, and this butt don't quit. <laughs> no, baby. Sorry, you can't hide this cheek. Cool. <laughs> um, now, would you say you have one of those butts that someone's got to really spread open to get to the hole? Is it deep in there, or is your hole more close to the surface? I feel like it's a happy medium. You like, there's a lot of cheek meat, but the hole's not so deep. It's not like it's not like it's not, ooh, God. It's not the Mariana's trench, I guess. I God, it is. A, listen, it's hard out here. Imagine, okay, imagine. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Imagine of a having a thick, juicy booty, and people like can't even fuck you because they can't get their dick. Like yeah. if your if your butt crack eats four inches of the dick, you're done. You're like, yeah. what are you getting? You need to get like you're getting four inches, four inches hopefully. at best. Hopefully, yeah, girl. People but, also everyone out, out here acting like everyone's swinging eight or nine inches. Girl, that is not. the I case. will say the best dick I've gotten in my life has not been the biggest because most of the time not. the biggest men are just just sitting there not doing anything, and I'm like, I need you to put in work. I'm but putting how, in work. How, how awful if the only way you could get fucked with someone with like a full foot long meat because you had so much cheek meat to get through. <laughs> well, they make like different like, you know, fun products to use. Like there's different toys you could use. You could make it work. And get into if you truly thing. love the man. And pro tip, I recently fucked a man with a very fat ass. And the way that I was able to access is that I had him lay on his stomach, sort of slightly turn onto his side, lift one leg up. Mm. And then I pushed on the top of the cheek, and then I had full hole access. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You figured it out that math equation. I am. Yeah. You solved disgusted. It was you amazing because I was like, hole. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm only getting half inside of you. You got so much cheek meat. That's hot. Cheek meat. Yes, in the new year. Here's hoping. All right, what did you think about these interviews, Saint? The focus was on the fact that she has come back multiple, multiple, multiple times and that she's representing alternative black queens in the scene. Uh, it felt like a really chill interview, but I was kind of waiting for Saint to like open up, up. do something amazing. It was and so it was low just energy regular again. degular. Yeah, regular degular. But like we know Saint at this point. We know that Saint is the chill vibe and that she's was her like, vibe. Yeah. She looks good. That's just her thing. Like, you know, not every queen's like me and Meatball screaming at the top of our lungs. Hey, everybody, get and in I'm the club. Ex- <laughs> and I'm not expecting every queen. 
queen to do that. What I am expecting is growth. Growth? Growth. Gross? Dolly says growth. Uh, Sigourney says that she, her focus, the focus of everybody is on her being an AFAB performer. And yeah, she said there's a lot AFAB. of conversation about that. And that's what the whole conversation is about her and her boobs and all that. I, I don't feel that. Well, that's what she got. She said her boobs. What I will say is that I liked what she said where she, she said, it's not like everyone got together who identifies as an AFAB performer and voted me into this position. She was just basically like, I'm here and I want to do me. And she, girl, when they asked her about her look, she was like, well, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And that became very clear when she did the floor show. Cause they were like, are you really going to horror it up? Are you really going to filth it up? And she was like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And they were like, okay, you're not getting the crown. That is what I got out of this. Oh, interview. damn. I didn't even think about it that. I, no, I that's thought it was what really I important for her to bring that up, though, or then to talk about it, because this is the first time a part of any show that this a person or a performer like Sigourney has made it to the top four. Right. And I think that's really important because all drag is valid. Like, literally, like, it doesn't matter who you are. As long as you can represent Philip I, you know, horror, I don't you believe can be that. I believe some drag is invalid. Like, bad drag. I love bad drag. Disasteria does it really great. <laughs> but that's her thing. Like, her thing is, like, it's garish to look at, but it's, like, also done to the nth degree. Like, it's terrible in the best ways. It's like a John Waters film. I love it. Meatball. Dolly wants to focus on her leaving the competition <laughs> during season doing? two. Wait, Meatball, you have to you have to come back and, and unpack your statement about some drag that isn't valid. Yeah, which drag you hate? Tell you want us. me to quit? Saying you want me to quit? Just I'm not me. gonna say anything. I just think that maybe some drag isn't valid, and that's okay. That's but we yeah. say I mean, all that's drag true. is valid. Nothing but is that... black and white. So. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So back to Dolly. Okay. So Dolly focus on her leaving the competition during season two. They talked about that. And also being non-binary uh, as, you know, their identity and also expressed in their drag being in this top four position. And Dolly makes it very explicit, meatball. Yes. That they don't know why people keep sexualizing them in drag, but that is not the point. Well, she better stop looking so good. (laughs) That is problematic. (laughs) She better stop looking so good. I'm just kidding. I didn't. Okay, but here, you know, they are right. He's right, and I shouldn't sexualize him when he's in drag. But that's not going to stop me from sexualizing him when he's out of drag. They're just hot. He's hot. They're hot. They're very hot. And I'm up in his DMs right now saying, fuck me. You're up in their DMs right now saying, fuck me. Let's edit all of this out. <laughs> well, they kept referring to Dolly as he, girl, on the show. Yeah. It's the big they, one. They put, all I saw last night was they, they, they. So I think they go by he, they. I'm not, I'm not here to be the police. I shouldn't have checked you. But I'm sorry I'm, for I'm I'm sure. misgendering you, Dolly. I think it's they. I did it earlier when I think I called her she. So, like, you know, they, she. But, Damn it. It's complicated out here, but hey, we got a non-binary bitch up in here. I just want to respect them and their choice. So Hoso's interview Hoso's interview Bali. focuses on her, you know, her being from South Korea, how much she loves the Dragula brand. Uh, they talk about her cancer battle, how she, how she overcame all of that. It sounded like a wild story to out of the blue be told you have stage three moving into stage four cancer to have to go through chemo and to use yeah. like to use like an escape into Dragula watching old episodes of Dragula is like there's so much like internalized um she's just internalized the show so much she's a super fan and it means so much to her because of how she experienced it in the time of her life um and she also talks about her filth look is going to be um, about the Western gaze on Asian culture, uh, which everyone seemed very excited to see on the pod. Who do you think had the best interview? I think Hoso or Dolly. 
I think I've, those two had the best interviews. Yes. Yeah. Girl, because Hoso was in a look and was like really poised yeah, and really I, engaged. I, I, felt, I don't know, because half of them I was like, did y'all know that you were going to record this right here and it was going to be on camera? Because like, some of them I was like, oh, they, like Hoso was like, hello? Hoso was done. This is a job interview. Uh, right. And I, they, it looked great, you know? I'm not saying they all they all look good, but I was just like, okay, this is Like look. Sigourney was casual. Sigourney was, was in casual. a sweater, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like there are no rules, right? Just because your bourgeois look while you're like doing your, you know, first segment is casual doesn't mean you can't like run over and zhuzh yourself up for the podcast. Like that's part of the challenge. The I also get show. it because it's also like the end, and I'm like, bitch, you lucky I'm alive right now. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say they're I'm, probably I'm so exhausted. Yeah, they're probably up all night f- doing final touches on their looks. Alert! 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 No! Just kidding. Ah! There what was no happen? alert moment this week. That's crazy to me. It's like it's been with us all season, and then you're gonna take it away from me. The alert! Ooh, yeah, or Baltimore Club. (laughs) Um. Well, alert, alert. Let's take a break. Okay, we are we are back. back, and it's time for the fuck. No, stop all that singing. It's spooky time. We're back. It's time for the floor show. But first, we see the boules in full glam. It's giving Ariani. It, is it giving Arianti? Is it giving, giving Arianti with the ponytails pony? and laser and the lights cape? and then the lasers? And then the shoulders and the nails and the gowns. I, I thought they looked great. I wasn't getting Ariana. Well, it's a top one. It's a ponytail. Not pony. Okay, yeah. Was the top hair giving also Gia Gunn. Do you want me to say that she looked like Gia Gunn? Well, it was giving yeah. crazy cuckoo cunt. Okay, well, but I was their living. eyelashes were even. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. I, I, they look great. I want to also know what highlighter they're using because I've been obsessed with this the whole season. They always got that little. Like right yeah, the cheek they're, giving, looks, they're giving they're giving shimmer and shine. Can I ask a question? We were all there. Uh, they hadn't been using those bitch. They hadn't sorry. been using those lasers at all during the any of the no, other. They brought, it, they brought it out. They brought Save it out it for, for the, the finale. finale, diva. But why didn't they bring out? Okay, do you remember when we were there for Barracuda a couple weeks ago and yeah. the pyrotechnics? And they had fireworks indoors that well, the, shot at the stage. Maybe they do just that. got those. Maybe because they, I don't know. Uh, those cost money. You know what they those told me? They were money. like, they wait until a certain number comes through the door, and then they shoot off the pyrotechnics because that's when they can afford it. Yeah. So like that's that. why when we were there, it just happened in the middle of a song with no build up. We were just starting right. there. It came out of nowhere. Um, so it was fun. A reminder the winner will receive $100,000 grand prize. How do you feel about this? How much did you win, bitch? I won $10,000. Um, now, was it taxed or was it's it? It's a gift? personal gift in LA if it's $10,000. So, so $100,000 might be taxed. Of course it's be taxed, taxed Diva. Yeah. Taxed. So, um, so they win 60. Um, 64. Think, well, yeah. Um, I think it's great. I'm happy that like the prize money has gone up. I wish, I wish it was 75 and they took the, like that remainder and stipended it out amongst the competitors because they were coming out of a panini. Mm. And like, I know how hard it was for me to source drag when I was just working tip spots left and right to afford what I brought to Dragula. But I can't imagine doing like digital shows and getting the call and being like, here you go. Here's this once in a lifetime opportunity. We want your best. And I feel like the looks could have been more great. Like, I think like everyone could have used more money to flush, get that extra wig they wanted or to make another garment or hire someone to make a corset that you really needed for the competition. I just wish they kind of given them a little bit of a cushion into it. And then the winner walks away with 75, which is a huge amount of money. That's a life-changing amount of money. Right. Yeah. But still, I just still think it would have been. You're trying to take better. money out of Dolly's pocket. No, I'm not. I'm how, just saying, and, and I think it would have been. Especially when Dolly and I are going to go on vacation together. Oh, my God. With that money. I love that um, for you. Would you be into Dolly if they uh, shaved their mustache? Me? Uh-huh. Yes. 
okay. Oh, that's rare for you. He's got to keep yeah. the little horns on. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I walked around with my mustache for the first time, and Dipper was like, huh? <laughs> It's like, what is that? Is that an Instagram filter? Um, they also receive yeah. a deluxe crown and scepter, courtesy of Fierce Drag Fierce Jewels. Drag Jewels. Which they cut to Landon's crown, and I have tea <laughs> that Fierce Drag Jewels didn't finish it in time. Yeah, they never They did. didn't get it in time. Yeah, they don't. Isn't that what happened to the RuPaul's girls, too? Yes. I'm not sure. I and don't know what's happening with them. I, shout out to them. They make really great work. Incredible but I, I'm, stuff. I'm excited to see on New Year's what the crown looks like, because that's the one I think they get the crown on New Year's Eve. Oh, word. Yeah, they're doing a live crowning on New Year's If Eve, Omicron doesn't take that moment away. Stop. Well, and then they also get the title of Dragula. Now, this I have always found interesting. Mm-hmm. I've won the title of Dragula. Excuse me? Yes. You won the bar competition twice. twice. Yeah. And so... What like? Tell me about the title because it's not. Well, bitch, why don't you talk about it? Since it's you've not actually Queen won. of Dragula. It's not Dragula. Dragula it's... Winner. It is the title of Dragula. Yeah, you Dragula. are the Dragula. Yeah, you are Dragula, and that's like a monster. Yeah, like you're a super monster. Like you are the one that's above the rest. Like that's how I look at it. But they you refer to you. Horror. But they refer to you as I'm like I, when like, I. I might get introduced to a show. It's like winner of season two of Dragula. That's how I usually get introduced. They don't to say, welcome to the stage, Dragula. Right. Dra- this is season two's Dragula. This is, this is why I'm interested. Is the title Dragula? Is the title winner of Dragula America's Next Drag Super Monster? Or Next Drag it's Super Monster? Dragula. The world's next super monster. Yeah, it's the world's. But, but no, like, you, none of you are answering Dragula. me. You're it's not asking Dragula. a straight question. Grammatically, what does it mean? Is it a name? You're is it an adjective? It's a, it's a adjective. title. It's, every, it's, a it's like a by one Miss Universe. It's Dragula. I won Dragula. It's just the same. No, but it's you're, the same shit. Oh, but see, <laughs> see? you're not answering it. See? It's, do we call you when you were the title holder when of When you Dragula? pick up your phone, so do you that's say, hello, I'm Dragula. Dragula. No, I do not. <laughs> It's season two's Dragula. I like to specify because there's multiple seasons and also, um, so like here, let me. Ask there's you. also yeah, a okay. winner. It's a winner's Dipper, circle, so there's not like a, there's not like a give up. <laughs> this is my this is my ask. Like if you were like you know if you're so a doctor, <laughs> you say your name and then it says like comma MD. Yeah, like, I put that on say, my like, flight when I go book a flight at Delta. Landon I put Dragula. Snyder. Comma Dragula, like is it a degree that you earn? And here's the thing: if Meatball won that title, and we all know Astrid Aurelia won Dragula World, she won a title. So, our, but she's our, Dragula and- World. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm I pro- it's not. on my. It's on all my shit. Like I when I like sign up. Comma Dragula. Like, Comma Dragula. Winner of Dragula season two. Season two. Dragula season two. See that Winter makes sense. Meepo, but remember? you earned the title of Dragula. I like to specify because there's multiple seasons. Didn't we have to uh, put the Dragula logo on all your bookings for a while, Meeple? Yes, that was in my contract. Um, why is Vanessa Hudgens not back for this finale? Because she's so into blood. She's, right <laughs> she's so done with blood right now. Um, she had yeah, to go film I- the Christmas Princess Four. <laughs> Another thing, like, there's no step down either with the title. Like, if you win, you win. You, like, reign forever. There's no, like, traditional step down like in other competition shows. It's like you literally are a winner forever. That's, like, kind of how they pitch it. And you also were a winner with no one new winning for the longest out of, like, two years. And then also, technically, I was the reigning queen. And I don't know how Dolly identifies. So does that make me the reigning queen? I don't know. Oh, I'm the the reigning queen. You're a and queen. Landon's the reigning king, king. Yeah. and Dolly is the reigning monster. Yeah, I have no the idea. The reigning dragon. All, it's all. It's all like is in the Dragula. Circle. It's like and, everyone's. Yeah. And Dolly you win, you is win, Dragula. Like, yeah, there's no step down. Well, we've already ruined it for anyone who is listening. Uh, but let's get into it. So they start. I'm just kidding. They start. <laughs> we gave it away. Dolly I know. wins. Um, we Fuck start. Me, Dolly. <laughs> God. We start with the glamour category where they do the lip sync. Um, so Sigourney is in like a big blonde beehive in a glittery dress that has like sequin blood on it. Hoso is in a Korean gown and hat. 
with a long cigarette holder, uh, and they refer to her beat as being a soft beat uh, for Hoso. Dali mm. is in uh, a red look that uh, earlier uh, they talk about it being the same color as their HIV meds, a top hat. It's like a pencil skirt or a mermaid skirt with big sort of pageanty jewels. And Saint is in a black sequin dress that has like red decal or details with like almost like a red face applique and a red eye. That's what we're looking at here. We can just move on. Oh. What? Okay, wait. First, I want to address something. It was so confusing. Wasn't it how they were saying it's going to end on a glamour lip sync? It'll end on glamour. Glamour, glamour, glamour. And traditionally ends on horror. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then as soon as the floor show starts, it starts with glamour. And actually I didn't ends really... on filth. Which I thought was really weird. It, like, and the in the whole like interview process of the podcast, that was like, brought up a lot, and I was like so confused when that happened. Um, so you were Maybe not they impressed thought the by lip any syncs of these. were going to be big, a bigger deal, yeah. and then they were like, oh, yeah. So like you- when I see a queen lip sync, I'm like moved. I'm like living. I'm like into it, mm-hmm. but. If Maybe it's because I'm more familiar with the music when that happens. But I'm just like, when I saw this, I was like, was this boring? Yeah, that was, I think it was, I think it was boring. Um, Dolly, I needed nails. I needed claws no. and metal talons. I oh. needed, I needed like, I needed something on the fingers. I just needed mm. either gloves or something to elevate it. I also wish the the skirt came up higher to the waist. Um, but I really love the jewels. Those were the fiercest jewels on the yeah. finale. Like that that color, that ox blood was really gorgeous. Um, I think the saint's gown swallowed her, but she had the best hair. Like her hair, her hair was the finale. Yeah. Uh, Sigourney, I wish she switched with her crowning look for glamour. Oh, yeah. like, and I wish, and I wish her. You both I wish love she, an eye patch. I wish she had a huge like cape that kind of hit everything, and then she snatched it, and it was just like drama, and like that to me looked really cool. And with the lasers on the mirrors, it would have bounced off and looked really. Yeah, fucking the crowning cool. look was way cuntier. Yeah, and then um, Hoso, it was stunning. I know it was softer makeup, but I wish it was just. I wish it. I wish. Because we've seen Hoso's iconic beat every episode. I, right. like, I've seen it very rarely. Like, even on the acting challenge, it was very iconically Hoso because she had the, she was the possessed one. Right. So, like, I think for this, I would have loved to see, like, a complete, like, oh, my God, that's a different human being. Yeah, I right. just, Like, I wish it was pushed a little bit more. But I love the outfit. And that brings up an interesting point because on a lot of competition shows, when you do go when you do move away from your standard branded iconic look you're celebrated for sort of taking one time to fall in line with everyone else but it doesn't it isn't really true to who you are and what i feel like happened in this finale is that like sigourney was like I'm doing me, so I'm going to do Glamour the whole time. Hoso was like, I'm doing me, so I'm going to do... Like, everyone really stuck to their guns. Yeah. So no one was necessarily celebrated for, like, surprising or taking a risk. I just think, like, a surprise is such a... It's a gag. you want in the finale. You want, yes. it, you want to stick out in every moment you can. And, like, everyone did in their own way in this finale. But I just wish that, like... They they love to be gagged. They love to be surprised. The yeah. boys yeah. really don't want to see something coming. They want to be hit by a Mack truck blinded, and they, that's when they really get their rocks off. She even said that. She was like, why isn't there a car full of jewels for Sigourney's glamour? <laughs> she wants a Mack truck. <laughs> Meatball, tell us about horror. Horror was Dolly, a priest turned into a zombie creature. Saint was the tooth fairy in some biscuit heels. Okay, shady. Sigourney is a lime green hair scientist with peeling skin, and Hoso is a multi-headed cancer pa- a multi-headed cancer patient reading from their chemo diary. It's not shady. She was wearing that biscuit heel they told her to stop wearing. Yeah, she was. And again, I think Dolly's horror look was great. This was definitely one of the most terrifying full body makeup i didn't realize until later when they were shirtless with all their their tattoos that that makeup had been full body yeah like like that was airbrushed like whatever that was crazy 
to me, the saint look could have been an ultimate horror character, like in a horror film, like the fucking scary tooth fairy yeah. that doesn't pick up that doesn't pick up teeth when they're lost, but rips Takes them out them and out tortures mouth. and all that with all that detail. But you can't see that on a stage. You can't see that when it's so small. That's for like cinema. You know what I mean? It felt really small, really detailed, but small. Yeah, I wish they added more wings. Like yes. I wanted, I wanted like so many of those wings because like, when they did the details, like those are cool. But I want them like because they were so tiny in juxtaposition to their body. I wish yeah. it was just a lot more of those wings. And then I wish characteristically they, I don't know because how it's edited, but like, I wish they kind of like were like tiptoeing like to go. You know, maybe there's a bed that, like, she crawls out under. Like, I just thought, like, maybe some set dressing to establish the environment of the Tooth Fairy would have been cool. Right. Um, Dolly, I I know we just talked about it, but, like, I wanted nails again. Like, just to extend, like, the ghoulish attributes that she was doing with her, they were doing with their hands. Um, Like, clear white ones or, like, ones that could show, like, filth and grime that they've been clawing their way through religious bullshit. Um... And I wish the contouring the body, I love the makeup, but I wanted to change the shape of the body. Kind of how sometimes how Victoria will like really contour the shit out of her fucking body. Oh, really don't oh yeah. It. Like, cause I wanted like more hollowness or like something. Cause it was so much of the skin. Like I love the makeup, but I felt like it could be pushed a little bit more Wow. just because that was to me like, and also like presentation wise for that one, I was like, a bishop, okay, and then now we're naked. Like it was like there was no, mm-hmm. there was no build up for that one, that category for Dolly. That was me. Mm. But what about Sigourney? I thought that that was a great concept. It has been done before, and they admitted to that. This was a chop. This was a chop. You didn't. I thought it was no. cute. Them little uh, dollar store beakers. Uh, a jet. Like At least this she was- had props. This was not it for me. How this this was as glamorous as the glamour look. Like this wasn't horror. This wasn't scary. It felt like cartoon. It felt like a Powerpuff Girls villain. Was a little Dexter's Labby. Yes, this was not it for me at all. And I was I was disappointed because I was like, all they've been telling you is fuck it up, sis. And this was disappointing to me, I especially. Feel- which is the way you pronounce that word. Especially. Especially. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, especially once she presented her filth. Because I was like, this is the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, for me, uh, I need a different <laughs> hair. Um, I thought the I, hair I, the, was good. The hair was great. She but looked not... stunning. Are you kidding? Of course. She always looks so uh, good. The hair was done. I wanted a reveal then. Show yeah. me that you're balding. Show me that the skin's coming off your head and it's bleeding. Like, <gasps> yeah. I want, like, oh, I want yes. that. Take the glasses because, like, off and take your it, eyes are take bleeding. It. Yeah, and then, like, be like, oh, God. Then, like, you know, then reveal the jacket and then a sexy body, but you're a burlesque. So, like, maybe strip down to your burlesque thing and then, <gasps> then you realize the skin's peeling skin and then skin, skin peels off. That's the thing I wanted. I wanted it pushed more. I just was like, I, I love where they were going. It just was like, ooh, oh, let wait, me pull you up 30 more percent. Was that yeah. this one? She peeled no, her that face was off the next one. Them. No, girl. no, she uh. did. She peeled her face off for this one. The next one was pimple popping. It was too but similar. But it was the same it was thing. thing. It was too similar. That's why I said if she ripped off her skin, you wouldn't even be thinking of that. That's, right. that's what I'm saying. But she led with her skin on her face. She could have yeah. been yeah. ripping off. But those. she didn't really rip off skin on. Like, I wish she ripped skin off her tits. That would have been iconic. You know, I'm like, oh, right. my God, a flayed body. Would it look right. so cool? I just think that would have been great. I don't know how you would have done it. But that's where I thought it was going. And because, like, Landon really killed a look like the mad scientist. Right. It's hard. Like, I just, you have to, like, if you approach it that way, like, with, like, peeling off the skin, I think it would have separated it a lot more. Right. And it would fit it with the burlesque troupe, which is true to them. And that's horrific. Like, what's more gaggy than ripping off your skin? You know, like. Yeah. Well, what's gaggier is that we're going to take a break before we talk about filth. How about that for a guy? We even talk about Hoso. We love that. Oh, my bad. My bad. Let's talk about Hoso. <laughs> <laughs> this... I thought was really good, really creative. We have seen the multi-head thing before, but that is something that Hoso does do. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of known for. I will say that like it was a very powerful and moving piece. 
and like performance, but because it's compared to like Dolly doing the stripping and then Saint being the toothpaste, it just seems smaller because the only prop was just like a notebook. Which it's hard in the finale because, like, especially as an actor, like for me, when I was approaching, I was acting, asking, oh, she's an actor, audio. Well, I was, bitch. Um, if I could do audio cues to set up the character or what I'm doing or just enhance it. And I heard about this. And then when they were talking about, we're going to read from the journal, I'm like, are we going to hear that? Cause then, then, then it's going to hit differently. So it's just like, I don't know if that's a precedent now, since that was like an opportunity that like, that's just not how horror is horror is done as like, you know, basically a montage. And it's hard cause it's so personal and it was so raw. I love the look. Um, and it's just, it's just because of the audio, it's just like, I, I think you lose the humanity of it. And that's what really makes it terrifying because it's something real. And I think that's more scary than anything is something that's like tangible instead of something more fantasy. Mm. And then, but like, I think it could have been a little push more with like, if they were like filled with like fluid, like if they had like 10 of the IV bags behind them and there was all like going in and it was just like, you know, a uh, yeah, there could like, have just like, been more. Like, more um, with that. But that's, like... But this is also it's, hard, it's hard to judge so and give personal. notes on, because yeah. it's such a personal experience. Yeah, and, like, we... shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I've faced death before, like, with myocarditis. But, like, that wasn't cancer. That wasn't... So, like, you know, it's a whole nother thing. But, like, literally, like, that's so personal. And I just want to praise Hoso for sharing that. And they're yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to go to break. Ba-do-do-do. And now we're We're back back. from break. Ah! Yeah, we're scary. So let's get into the filth of it all. Um, I this to me was such a serve. Saint the Scat Queen eating kidder litter duty right in front of everybody. This I loved. Um, Sigourney popping these mucus-filled zits and barnacles on her face and body, like we just mentioned. Um, Hoso, yet another very conceptual and awesome piece, was basically the embodiment of racist Asian stereotypes, eventually serving dog meat on a platter. Um, and Dali played Ooh. out this whole scenario of <sighs> autoerotic asphyxiation. Um, meatball. And then eventually jerking off a confetti popper. So this got you hot, Meatball? No, I just, I appreciate their commitment to the craft. <laughs> Trash. Um, what did you think about these? I live for Saint. Saint's look was so good. The concept was, to me, surprising that Saint would do that. Yeah. I felt... I thought she was going to kill the cat. But like, you thought it was a little about small? To do this cat? I love their concepts. I loved how it was like... The look was the best look of the finale for me when it came to Saint. Like, literally, mm. that look was so cool. It made it nod back to her, her resurrection vampire, where it was mm-hmm. very, like, almost 60s. And I, I really fucking loved that. And I thought she looked so good. I, what threw me off was the chocolate syrup. Like, when mm. I could clock that and it wasn't clumpy on the face, that took me away. When I could tell that it was something, I could tell what it was made of, it ruined the illusion of me of her actually eating cat shit. Um, that's it. That's the thing. And I also, like, wish it was a crazy cat lady. Like, maybe she revealed that, like, she killed all the cats and they're on her body. Or something, you mm. know, like, she revealed from that into something. I just wanted to push it in another way, but I thought it was gross. I just wish it wasn't. I couldn't clock so the... clean. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, Sigourney again. It was just more face popping. Um, and then, looked I great. thought it was interesting. It that looked it gorgeous, was but it was just like a revenge robe and a zit. This glamour was bomb. Yes, yeah. this, this, this to me, <laughs> to me, this was to me. She should have rethought the horror and gone with this for filth because I felt like this. Was or true glamour. to her. It glamour, was glamour, yeah. but this was also filthy. The horror girl, something else. Yeah, I just 
that's they should have ripped off their whole skin for that. But like, I thought the look was so fucking bomb. That was oh some my glamorous shit. That was body audio. That was fucking fierce. It was great. I loved Hoso? it. I would wear that. Hoso, the racist Asian stereotype serving the dog meat on a platter. That got me, gal. It got me too. It got me too. The only thing I wish it's hard because I don't know how it was edited or I don't know how they presented it, but when it started, I felt like they like ran on stage and they like had their thing open with the if, word across their chest. I feel like if they came out and that was hidden and then they did all that mm-hmm. stuff and at the end they revealed to that, that's the button that really drives yeah. it home. You know, like it just felt like we got all the things so fast and I was like, had to be like, what, 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 what? And then unlike Dali who presented it in like a gradual way where you didn't know where it was going. And it was more of a, it's hard because like, I really think Hoso killed that. It's just, I think they kind of blew their load right away really fast. Oh, load. Yeah. 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 It did feel like sort of zero to 60 and then like high energy the entire time. Like there wasn't a build. Um, but it was really impactful. It was really impactful. I think that was such a brilliant way to approach the category because to me, filth is the hardest category. Yeah, of course. Filth yeah. is the hardest category. Like it's it's something that you can't like, especially with people who have done stuff in the past that have eaten stuff, it's hard to recreate that and make that filthy. So approaching something in this way where it's just abracing shit that's like like trauma and presenting it in a fucking awesome performance yeah. art way that was fucking rad and then we get to dali who really revolutionized the category because it was purely i mean it wasn't purely but it was it wasn't about mess it wasn't about eating it wasn't about it was psychological it was like skin yeah. crawly sort of filth. Mm-hmm. um i have a question because once we got to the shadow work play when the jerking off was happening yeah baby. i was like that tube doesn't look anything like a dick. You know what I mean? No. All they needed to do was cut out a little piece of cardboard to make it look like a penis head and tape it to the front. That really took me out of it. I would have preferred it to be, if there was like some weird thing with like censorship, I would have preferred it to be like a tent inside pants. You know what I mean? Rather than like just the cylindrical dick of it all was challenging. Yeah. I think that was like, I don't know. I also don't know if you can show like a cock silhouette like that. You I know? think like yes. And then exactly. that and that and the curtain was very see through. Like it wasn't very like it was very thin. Like it wasn't like perfect for doing a shadow shot. Right. Because it was like I could see like the color behind it. Like I could see like that. I thought it was great, Dolly. I thought everything you did was wonderful. It was good. I really loved it. Um, I loved how it was a story, and I love how Dolly told yeah. a story. Like. Dolly and Hoso really told stories, I felt, with their performances in this finale in terms of, like, Dolly doing, like, you know, it was red look for glamour, but they swallowed the pill that they have to do every day fighting right. stigma and making it glamorous to take a pill and not be unabashedful about being, like, you know, undetectable. Yeah. And undetectable means undetectable, you know? And then, like, you know, with this, like, it was, like, a presentation of, like, you know you didn't know where it was going. You saw the thing in the back, but you're like, what? And they're being creepy. Then they're like, it's a gag, them clowning and pulling out all these, like, basically cum rags. It was just the most thought through performance out of all of them. It had, even though it seemed like it was like a lot of gags, some of them didn't have any gags at all during there. So it's just like, it upped the level. So then the boulets, they get into their sibling chat. They're t- they're saying the same things that we're saying, basically. Yeah, they go through each and every one. They give and their opinion. And just say the same thing over and over <laughs> and over. Essentially, they what they do come down to at the end of it is they say, um, they basically say they love all of these four top uh, monsters. They They'd love be these happy four tops. For any of them to represent the brand, but that leads them to this conversation of it's we don't not need about anyone the brand. to carry the the torch. What do they say? They say, I mean, we know at this point the two best people to represent this brand is us. And they high five. But you know, <laughs> at the <laughs> like two people who are truly in love, it was also weird that they like called her the Wait, sister. Aren't they brothers? 
Well, that's what I'm about to get to. They called him. She was like, you're my sister in crime. But then I was like, but you're the Boulay brothers. But in real life, you're a... Well, gender is a construct. Tear it apart. Tear it apart! Tear it apart! I know what they think they are. Okay. You're tearing me apart! So, um, also, my question production-wise, just out of curiosity, why'd they keep those empty judges' chairs next to them in the wide shot while they were judging? I'm not sure. I'm they were sure. just—they reminded they, uh, they me that there were skeletons. no guest judges. They should have put skeletons there. I mean, like we had guest judges, but we killed them, and then right. got, like you know, or something. I don't know. I didn't even notice that until you said something. They should have put it. those go-go boys from that uh, Mary Cherry yeah. episode. J- but just I was there the when I mopped that up. Yes, you were there. Yeah, you were the, the strip yeah. club. I am mm-hmm. the strip club. Well, listen. It's time. time to crown the winner, baby. Speaking of strippers, you're a winner, baby. You're yes. winner, baby. The crowning looks. Okay, for me, seeing Saint in this look, I Girl. was like, what? What? Yeah, what if? It didn't make what any if, sense. What if that was her glamour? She came out as a fucking glamorous stripper. And that Coming her crowning look game. was her glam look. Yeah, that would have worked. And she presented glamour as like being a glamorous. Because I saw that. I was like, this body. I love the hair. I love the makeup. And I was like... What if that was? It just got me thinking. I was like, I, it I thought was. it was great. Saint was looked incredible, incredible for the Cunt. crowning. Yeah, Dali felt like a hundred percent themselves. Yeah, yeah. evolved. S- like it was like their form where they're right. going with their art. Yeah, fucking Sigourney with bomb. the eye patch. Bomb. That's bomb. a bitch putting look. That's yeah. a, I was like, oh, was bitch, kind. down. That was so kind. She served, and then. No shade, but Hoso felt like she was like, does anybody have anything I can wear? (laughs) I love the robe. The robe was really beautiful. (laughs) The wig? I love the robe. That's not a Hoso. (laughs) I mean, they're out of looks at this point. I can understand it. Picking up wigs from the corner of the room. For my crowning, I looked like garbage because I didn't didn't know I had to do another Another look. look. I was told at like the eighth hour of shooting. Also, I heard <gasps> that they had two days to film this. This make that makes sense. That There's makes no sense. way Dolly could have done the full body airbrush makeup. I did. I had an hour. I did blue to normal color with the filth janitor well, to horror and then this. But I'm glad they gave them more time because that yes. in the future in the gives future you more that's opportunity. Gonna help. To, yeah, that's gonna help. I'm so glad they gave them more time, and I think it was worth it. Yeah, and they even said that, like, these girls, they didn't have it the easiest, but they definitely had it easier than the rest of us. You know what I mean? So, who wants to do the honors? I'll do it for my sweet baby Dolly. And season two fellow alumni. Our winner is Dolly! Dolly! Yay! (laughs) I'm so happy! They get drenched with blood, as is told. I like the flowers. The flowers looked cool. They had to they had to hand them something since they didn't have a scepter but it or looked, a crown. It, like for their look, it looked like they were like a shaman. I was really, yeah. I was feeling. It, I think it really completed like the whole fantasy for me with the. Flowers. It made sense for sure. Yeah, and so I always think about production. So my assumption is they shoot they shot four endings, but maybe yeah. they only shot two, and two of those two of those queens nope. knew that they didn't win. Every one of them got four. Everyone blood. gets okay. their moment to feel like a winner. So they shot four endings. And in my mind, you would have to do it multiple ways. You have to shoot all the like the winning and the walking up, and then you have to go back, and then you have to have four bouquets of flowers that look identical, so that they can all get blood on them for the first time. Like that's a whole bunch of shit to do to pour blood on them yeah. like that. Oh yeah, that was probably the second day was probably just that in one look. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um. Okay, so look we at made that it to the end. Our sweet baby Dolly won. Woo! Season two reigns supreme, baby. Congratulations. So overall thoughts on season four before we wrap up here? I thought it was a good season. I can't wait to see what happens with season five. Hopefully the restraints of COVID will not have its fingerprints all over the season. Which I think is like affected a lot of reality shows. I had a fun. I thought this was really fun in a romp. Uh, For any future advice for people going to compete on the show. I will say this, like, attack someone for their drag. I'd rather see that in terms of drama instead of, like, you go for petty stuff. But, like, I understand it can get into thickness. But, like, destroy someone on their drag. 
and that not their like, personality. What if you just don't like their personality? Well, then well, like, it's hard. It, it doesn't, as Coco so eloquently stated, <laughs> you were featuring her and she wasn't featuring you. It doesn't mean anything, mean anything. if you just don't like someone. Right. It doesn't turn into anything, right? And it only paints you longer. And I think in the long run, like it's. I just don't know. Like, I think you should really go. And if you bump heads with somebody, try to work through it because it shows your, I don't know. It's hard also, be being entertaining when you yeah. fight. Yeah. Be, if you're going to fight, give us Mary Cherry. Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> Zavaleta. Iconic. Yes! Coco. Iconic. iconic. This season was so fun. Like, a round of applause to you fucking undead yes. hookers making it through. That was really great. Thank you for giving us entertaining content. And oh. congrats on season five. And well, always in, in this competition, have one person there to check you. Let them know from the first episode. Just be like, if it seems like I'm going a little too far, Ooh. maybe squeeze my wrist three times and let me know. Like, yeah. safe sit word. down, shut Reality up. Reality TV safe word. Yeah. But also, I will say this: what you do in that first episode really arcs your story. The whole show, like that first boudoir, is so important. So, like, literally, like, don't hold so, back. So definitely do an Make abora an and you a fight. Yeah. Doing Abora and you fight. Unplanned and unrehearsed. Well, I'm excited. You are not a monster. <laughs> when I look, look at you, I do now? not see monster. My favorite you- Kendra is like, <laughs> no, James is like wearing a Beyonce costume. <laughs> and I'm like, well, look where the queen is now, baby. Um, where is she? Uh, Majesty is in Portland, living the life. Yes, bitch. Yeah. So They look really good. I am excited for the possibility. I know mm. Meatball is not, but I'll just say it. I'm excited for the possibility that very soon the back catalog of Dragula will be on Shudder, which may yeah. include season one, and maybe we can go back and look at the, the little, icon, the legend, yeah. the little, yeah, Loris, yeah, the wow. icon and the legend. I have to go get a COVID test. Thank all you right. all so much. Not Loris. <laughs> Goodbye. Not tonight. Oh, Goodbye. Bye, y'all. Smell you later. A special thanks, well, thanks to, our to our guest. Bitch pudding. It <laughs> was awful to see you. And thank so you stinky. so much to listening to Spuzzy Seconds. <laughs> God, fuck. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 